So what does it mean to be all in? This is terminology that we hear pretty often, right? Players all the time say, I'm all in, whatever it takes, no matter what, I am all in. And <laughs> as a coach working with a lot of players over a lot of years, I've heard this over and over and over. And almost every time that I hear this, when we dig a little bit deeper, I realize that this player is not even close to being all in. And it's not their fault. It's just simply that they don't understand what all in actually is. And for much of my life, I didn't understand either. When I finally realized what going all in actually means, it was like a lightning bolt struck my mind. It changed everything. It was so profound to finally understand what it means that I have to share this with you because going all in is, make no mistake, this is a master level move. And frankly, it's terrifying. This is one of the scariest things that you will ever do in your life to fully go all in on something. But when you do it, magic happens, magic happens. So we're gonna discuss exactly what this means and hopefully give you that profound realization for yourself. I wanna start off with a few examples that are gonna show you what really going all in actually means. And we'll start off with the most popular one that I'm sure you've heard before, right? We'll start off light. So you've probably heard the story of Alexander the Great arriving on the shores of Persia. And when his army arrived on the shores of Persia, he actually burned the boats behind them so that there was no retreat. They had no choice but to go all in and conquer Persia. Otherwise, they would, uh, they would die. Like there was no way to get home. They couldn't retreat and go back to the boats. They had to keep on fighting all the way through. That's the most popular example of what it means to really go all in, like burn all the boats, there is no surrender, no retreat. I wanna give a few more that maybe you haven't heard before. So one of my favorites is actually from Elon Musk. And this is a, a real life example of what it means. I think the, the most dramatic example of an entrepreneur going all in that I've heard. So Elon actually was one of the founders of PayPal. And when he sold PayPal, finally, he sold it for $180 million. And I wanna read a quote from Elon directly. He said, my proceeds from PayPal, from the PayPal acquisition were 180 million. I put 100 million into SpaceX, 70 million into Tesla, and 10 million into SolarCity. I had to borrow money for rent. <laughs> so in other words, Instead of building up a nest egg and keeping some of the money for himself for safety, uh, for financial security, like almost every other human being throughout all of history would have done, Elon put all his chips on the table and went all in on ventures that, get this, this is the critical point, ventures that he didn't even think would succeed. The reason he put all of his own money into it, if you read back, um, there's a biography, Elon Musk by Ashley Vance, that's really good. If you read back, Elon says that he put all of his own money into it because he didn't want to risk other people's money on ventures that were so unlikely to succeed that nobody else would even do them. Think about building uh, reusable rockets and taking humanity to Mars. That is a really, really long shot venture building a brand new car company, one of the most competitive industries in the world, and not only building a new car company, but building a luxury electric car, which had never been done before, that is, again, a huge long shot. And, and transitioning into solar power, that's not as much of a long shot as the others, but these are ventures that 
were by every stretch of the imagination incredibly unlikely to succeed. He didn't even think that they would survive, but he still put all of his own money in because the conviction behind them, to him, these had to happen. We have to put humanity on Mars. We have to transition to solar energy. We have to get off of gas cars and into electric cars. To Elon, these were the most important things in the world. So he put all his chips on the table and went all in and had to borrow money for rent. That's what it means to go all in. And I have one more, <laughs> even more extreme example for you, believe it or not. So recently, I actually, I came upon this documentary on YouTube that I highly suggest watching. And I, I don't remember the exact name of it. It's something like The Terrifying Art of Free Solo Slacklining. If, if you type that in, you'll find it. Do that after this talk. But essentially, slacklining is when they take a... Um, they call it a line. It's it's not quite a rope. You imagine like tightrope walking. It's not quite tight tightrope walking. It's it's more of a line with a, a flat surface, but it's about that wide. And they will anchor one end of the line on one cliff <laughs> and another end on the other cliff, and they will walk out between it. And they'll most people will wear a harness and they'll strap themselves in. So there's actually um, very minimal danger. Like a lot of people fall all the time and they're caught by the line. They climb back up and they keep on walking. And so it's more of a daredevil extreme sport. And there's this huge community of people who do this out in British Columbia and Canada. And it's very, very popular. People get a big rush from doing this. However, a few rare individuals do what they call free soloing. <laughs> so they take off the harness. And when I was watching the documentary, I started like <laughs> audibly, like out loud said, no, 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 he's not doing that. No way. I'm, I'm like white knuckling my couch <laughs> thinking like, I cannot believe he's doing this hundreds of feet in the air. And uh, like, I can't remember what the world record was. It was something like 600 meters, if I'm not mistaken. I might be unclear on that. But a long, long line that he has to walk. Takes off the harness and he walks it free solo. Nothing strapping him in. <laughs> walks across this line. Like if he falls, he dies, essentially. And he broke the world record doing this. That is going all in. Taking the harness off burning the boats, putting all your cash on the table for the thing that you love. In other words, what it means to go all in is nothing less than giving everything you have. Everything. Okay. That's a profound idea. That's a really profound idea. It means there is nothing you won't do. There is no pain you won't endure. You would do it if you never got any recognition. You would do it for free for the rest of your life. If you never made money at it, it, it means that you would do it if it took the rest of your life. You mean it, it would do it, you would do it even if you failed. Remember, Elon did this fully expecting all of those ventures to fail, which they haven't, of course, because of the magic of going all in. But he expected them to fail. You would go all in for the thing that you love, even if it meant that you failed. And the, the analogy that I want to offer you here is the difference between really caring about something and going all in is the difference between like a friend backing you up in a fight and a mother protecting her child with her life. <laughs> the friend backing their, their you up in a fight, if that other person pulls a gun, like he's running, right? And you should run too. <laughs> but that friend is out of there. There's a condition on that. Like, hey, I want to back you up. But like, if my life is threatened, uh-uh. 
the mother stands in front of her child, like arms outstretched and says, you will not harm my child. I will die before I let you harm my child. She will take a bullet, okay? That is going all in. <laughs> that is really, really profound. And when I say that most players, when they say that they're all in, aren't even close, I really mean it. This is the, the difference between the player who goes to the gym, find, finds out that it's locked, and decides that they're going to do the workout the next day, right? They take the rest of the day off because the gym's locked. There's nowhere to train. And the player who's all in, who goes to the nearest outdoor court and trains outside in the rain or the snow to make sure that they get it done, that is going all in. This is the difference between the player who shies away from taking the game-winning shot because like, yeah, maybe they'll make it, but what if they miss? And what if everybody gets angry with them? What kind of embarrassment will they feel? And the player who says, yeah, there's a big risk here, but I'm all in. There's a big risk, but I'm all in and takes that shot, make or miss. That's going all in. When you are on the court and you're playing a little bit hesitant and passive because you don't want to upset anybody. You don't want to make your teammates mad because you're shooting too much. You don't want to make a mistake and make your coach upset. And so you're kind of just like shying away a little bit, fading just enough into the background so that you're not, the spotlight's not on you and the pressure's not on you. It's the difference between the player who does that and the player who puts all of himself on the line. Like whether he gets embarrassed, whether he gets yelled at, whether there's conflict with a teammate, whether it doesn't matter, whether he, the entire crowd begins to boo him because he just, he's missed three shots in a row. And like, <laughs> if the whole world is crashing down, he's still standing up tall and saying, I will risk everything for this. Okay. And that's not an invitation to play selfishly and push your, um, force the matter or anything like that. This is a philosophical, like fundamental philosophy to approach your game with. So if you're shying away or being hesitant or passive out of fear, it's simply feeling the fear anyway, or feeling the fear and doing the thing anyway, even in the face of that fear, because you're all in. You see, the mother in front of the child is still afraid. You can like be sure she's terrified, but she's all in. She's not stepping out of the way. She's not allowing her child to be harmed. That's going all in. Imagine you are in the gym and there's a, a coach or a scout on the other side of the, of the gym and you want to go and make a connection with them and you think this is a big opportunity. This is a school that I may want to play for in university someday. I want to like connect with this coach. But what if he rejects me? What if he doesn't pay attention to me? I feel a little bit shy. I feel a little bit nervous and hesitant. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll just like wait for a letter to come in the mail from that school. I'll wait for them to reach out. The player who's all in, in the face of their fear and shyness and nervousness, goes over to that coach and makes the connection, even in the face of rejection. Doesn't matter. They go all in. <laughs> all right. This is what this means. And you can see, hopefully, that this means giving everything you have. It's not um, putting all of your chips on the table. It's going into your pocket and taking out your last quarter that you were going to use for the payphone to call a, a ride home if you lose all of your money. <laughs> it's putting that last quarter in there, burning every single last boat, not even having like a little canoe to try to escape off, off of the shore. If the rest of the army falls, it's like burning that canoe too and charging forwards anyway. That is going all in. 
So hopefully you can see why this is so scary, right? Because what happens if you go all in and you fail? <laughs> what happens? And the best example of this is in, um, is in love relationships, actually. And the difference between romantic love and unconditional love is a really big one, right? Because it, let's see it, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you say, like, I love you no matter what. I love you no matter what. And that person cheats on you. <laughs> that love is going to be tested really fast. And most people in that situation would leave. Like, no judgment here, okay? I would probably fall into that camp too. However, if there's anything that would cause you to leave and not be in that relationship anymore, then that's a condition that you're placing on the love. Unconditional love means there are literally no conditions. There are no conditions. So that is the mother to the child. The child may make the mother upset. They might make a mess. They might not clean their room. They might um, act out in different ways. And the mother might be like upset with them, but the love remains and that mother remains by their child's side throughout all of the messiness, throughout all of the conflict and challenge. There is nothing that will make that mother leave. That's a big difference between romantic love and unconditional love. And one is all in. One is almost all the way in, but there's still that big if. If you do this, I'm out of here. If you like, don't change this about yourself. I don't, I don't know if I want to be with you, but I, I really love you, but I really love you. That's like maybe you're 80%, 90% of the way in. Going all in means going 100% of the way. All the chips on the table plus your very last quarter. <laughs> like you can't call a payphone or, or call a cab for a ride home using the payphone afterwards. Like all of your, everything you've got is on the table. That's what it takes. And there is a teacher of mine who put it this way. He said, true love doesn't take a lot. It takes everything. You give everything you have. And once again, I'll repeat, what if you put everything into it and it falls apart? What if you give everything you have to this game and you fail? How will you feel about yourself? Because make no mistake, like this is why it's so terrifying. Going all in does not mean you're automatically going to succeed. It's not a magic bullet that says like, if you go all in, you're going to make it. The trick is that you just have to go all in. No, you still might fail. <laughs> that is the risk. And that's why it's so terrifying. However, when I asked you, like, what happens if you give everything you have and you failed? How would you feel about yourself? The answer to that question is actually different than you think. It's different than you think. And this is the difference between being 99% of the way in and being 100% of the way in. This is a, a really profound insight. And this is where that lightning bolt struck my mind. At 99% of the way in, if that 1% happens, if that, that big if that you're holding on to, if this happens, I will be so crushed that everything is over. The pain is absolutely nuclear if you fail. Imagine you're in a relationship and you love this person so, so much, but they cheat on you with, their, with your best friend. The pain is nuclear if you're not all in. At 100%, there are no more ifs. There are no more ifs. There's no more quarters in your pocket. 
you are in. You are in no matter what. The ifs disappear. And paradoxically, believe it or not, and this is this takes a huge leap of faith. When you go all in at 100%, the entire world goes quiet because there's no more internal resistance. There's no more hesitation or questioning. Every decision becomes clear. The mother doesn't hesitate to stand in front of her child and protect her child. The mother like just does it because she's all in. There's no friction. Every decision that you make just becomes completely clear. And it's... <laughs> It's such a <clears throat> it's such a massive leap of faith. It feels like you are like falling backwards off a cliff blindfolded. And there's no way to know when you're going to hit the ground or what you will hit when you finally fall backwards. And paradoxically, <laughs> the leap of faith and the the big secret, the magic is that when you fall back off that cliff blindfolded, you actually, if you really go all in, you find that you're landing on this feather bed and there was never anything to worry about. <laughs> there was never anything to worry about. Now, again, this requires a big leap of faith. And so I want to explain exactly why. All right. We explain this in deep game in the law of mastery. So the law of mastery states that the game rewards the player who needs no reward other than the game itself. In other words, the game is the reward when you're all in the game. So not getting any other reward from the game, even if you fail to ever make it in basketball, even if like you uh, don't win the MVP this year, you're not the leading scorer, even if you never become a professional basketball player, the game itself is the reward, not the other stuff. And so you are complete in your experience of the game. Yes, you might want those things, but it ultimately doesn't matter. That's what it means to go all in. It's like, I am all in in the game of basketball. I don't need anything else. I don't need the recognition. I don't need the accolades. I don't need the financial success that might come from playing the game. All of these things are great if they happen, but they're not my reason for doing this. In other words, like you still might be um, a little bit upset if you don't play as well as you want to. You would understandably not be happy if you didn't make it to college basketball, for example. Just like if the child doesn't clean their room one day, the mother is going to be a little upset with them, but the love is untouched. It's absolute. It is 100%. There is nothing that will fracture or change your love for the game. And so you essentially become untouchable. Nothing can hurt you anymore. When there's no more conditions on your love for the game, your love is invincible. <laughs> there's no more ifs. If this happens, then I'll be crushed and I'm going to stop playing. If this happens, like I'm, all of these protections and hesitations and little contractions that you make, all of that goes away if you're completely all in. And... This is like, uh, well, I will say up front here, and we're going to go a bit deeper now. The rewards to doing this are actually far greater than you think. They're far greater than you think. Not only will you be um, a much better player for it, and let me just ask you right now, like if you really went all in and put all of your chips on the table in the game of basketball, number one, would you be a better player? Yeah. <laughs> Would you make it further in basketball? 
Yes. Would you feel more fearless when you play? Would you feel more confident and like strong within yourself for having the guts to play at this level? Yeah, right? Will you be further ahead in the end if you do go all in? Right? But it's hard. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's really, really, really scary because what happens if you fail? Well, the analogy that I like to use and I, I want to bring back the law of transcendence. So this is the final, the, the eighth and final law of the deep game. And the law of transcendence states that basketball is not life. It is a teacher of life. When you take this view, going all in is sort of like the, the analogy I want to use right now is it, it's like a magical key that unlocks this ancient vault <laughs> where all of basketball's deepest secrets are contained and all in is the key there is no other key that will unlock it and once that key unlocks the vault and basketball's most powerful secrets all come to life what you find is that those the deepest secrets are not about the x's and o's and the moves that you make and the changes of pace and the training techniques and all of that stuff the deepest secrets are the secrets of life itself, what basketball is teaching you about life. And there's this old Steve Nash interview with Kevin Durant back from, I think it was like 2014 or something like that. And I wanna read you a quote from that interview, what Steve said. He said, I put everything into it. In other words, he was all in. And I always say to people, if I didn't make it, it would have afforded me so much. When you put everything into something, you learn so much about yourself. If you're only halfway into a few things, you really don't know what that's like. In other words, what you learn about yourself through the process of going all in and having the guts to do it, that is the real reward. It's nothing that comes from the game. It's like what you end up learning about the deeper aspects of yourself and, and the act of just conjuring the, the courage, the raw like ballsiness to put all your chips on the table plus that last quarter, that is the real reward. And actually the guts to go all in is a far more important and valuable character trait that you will carry with you for the rest of your life, far more important than any uh, scoring title, MVP trophy, college contract, pro contract, even the money that you might make. It's, it's, priceless beyond millions of dollars that you could have as an NBA player someday. The guts and the courage that you will develop by going all in, the, the deep character that you'll develop is just, it exists on a higher order of magnitude. It is more valuable than any money that you could make doing anything. So even if you fail, <laughs> you gain something far, far greater. And this is what I mean when the world goes quiet at 100%. It's like, I don't care if I fail because the act of going all in on this is the reward itself. You're getting the reward in the moment that you do it by simply being fearless enough to put all those chips on the table. Like this is, again, a master level move. And I want to answer that question of what happens if you fail with um, a, a personal story that uh, maybe you've heard before. I've shared this many times, but um, to <laughs> really answer this question deeply, I, I wanna share this with you because again, what you gain by going all in is far greater than anything you will gain from the game itself. 
And so for me personally, I did my own version of all in. When I was playing basketball, like throughout most of my career, I trained four to six hours per day. I obsessed over the game morning and night, like all day long, every day, all I thought about was basketball. It, it completely consumed me. And ultimately, late in my high school career, I had a, a severe hip surgery, re-injured that hip in college training camp after getting a scholarship. And so I never really got to become like a full-blown college professional level basketball player as I planned. So on those terms, I failed. However, what happened as a result of going all in and what I learned through that process ended up that like after that failure, what ended up happening was that I started elite guard training, which went on to work with over a million players all over the world and generate millions of dollars in revenue and lead to me traveling all over the world and discovering the deep game and finding my life purpose, my reason for being in this world. What I got out of this was so much greater than anything I could have got on the basketball court. This is so much deeper for me personally. And there's this old Joseph Campbell quote that I want to share with you now that um, really sums this up. It goes, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors for you where there were only walls. When I hit that wall and I was facing this failure of my career because my, I literally couldn't physically play anymore. When I faced this failure, <laughs> what I found is that that wall turned into this magical door that led me somewhere I could not have imagined on my own. And I never would have got there if I had kept on playing basketball, right? So when I went all in, truly all in, basketball itself led me on this journey that I never knew existed. What I got, again, was far greater than anything that I could have experienced on the court. And you might be saying like, well, if you stopped playing are you really all in? Like, shouldn't you have just been like hobbling around on the court and uh, like get a hip replacement when you're 30? And <laughs> like, is that really all in? And this is a, a really critical point here. This is a trap that a lot of players fall into with this all in concept. And the, the question of how do I know when it's actually over? Like, if I go all in on something, how do I know when it's truly over? Because every player stops playing someday. The person in basketball that comes to mind when you think all in, I think for most people is Kobe Bryant. He was more all in than just about anybody else in the world. But he even stopped playing someday. So how do you know when it's over? Shouldn't If he was all in, shouldn't he been playing when he's like 80 or 90? <laughs> if he was, well, <laughs> that's a sad thought now that I bring it up. Um, however, Coming back, the law of transcendence states that basketball is not life. It is a teacher of life. And this is something that Kobe talked about late in his career and after he retired as well. Basketball is not life. It is a teacher of life. And the things that you learn from the game are what you carry forwards with you. So if you go all in on basketball as a teacher of life, rather than this Santa Claus figure that's going to come and bring you things, <laughs> right? It's sort of like um, when you're all in on, you could view basketball as this uh, school of life that you attend and you learn all of these deep lessons about yourself. 
or the way most players view it, basketball is like a candy store that they're just like getting all of these rewards and recognitions and accolades and things that taste good and that um, give them a sugar rush but aren't actually deeply nourishing. When you view basketball as this school of life, then to go all in means that you are all in on the lessons that you are learning from the game. All in in and of itself is a deep lesson that basketball can teach you if you have the guts to learn it. So to go all in on the result and the reward that you want to get from the game is to miss the point entirely. You're saying, if you're doing that, then you're not actually all in because you're saying, if I get this reward, I'm all in. If I get the MVP or go to play college basketball or play professionally someday, if these things happen, then I love the game and I'm all in. No, that's still an if. <laughs> that's still an if. You're only 75, 80% of the way in. To go 100% in means that you are all in on the game itself as a teacher of life. This is a really critical distinction, okay? And someday, all of us, all of us will graduate from that school of life. We will stop playing no matter who we are, like Michael himself stopped playing, Kobe stopped playing, LeBron will stop playing um, someday soon probably. So we all graduate someday and the teaching will be complete, but the lessons that it taught you are what you will carry forwards. And the, the way to get the deepest lessons that are available to you is to put all the chips on the table and go all in. So a lot of the time players will hang on with this like faulty view of what going all in actually means. And they're saying, well, I haven't got the reward yet, so I'm gonna keep on going. I'm all in, I'm all in, I'm all in. I haven't got the reward yet. I'm gonna go all in until I get the reward. That's still missing the point. You're sitting in the classroom after the teacher is left. And when the game itself is over, there's this feeling of completion that the way that I experienced it was like this satisfied emptiness, you know? I, I was just finished. And I just knew like deep, deep down that it was basketball was leading me somewhere else. And because I was all in on basketball, EGT was created out of that. So <laughs> to be all in on a reward is to miss the point. To be all in on the path of learning from the game, that's where you put all your chips on the table. And to be all in essentially is to, it means that you're following wherever the teaching leads. You're following wherever the teaching leads you. And sometimes that means that it leads you away from the game or it leads you to a different aspect of the game. Maybe you become a trainer or a coach or a general manager. There are all of these aspects of the game that are open to you, but you won't learn enough to be able to take on those jobs unless you actually go all in now, right? So going all in is that magic key that will open that like mystical doorway to a life that you can't imagine right now, truly. You can't imagine it until you go all in. You can't know that there's a feather bed behind you until you fall backwards blindfolded off the cliff. And finally, I wanna speak about how to do this, okay? Because we've been talking philosophically and kind of in abstract terms now. How do you do it? And it's a really simple move, okay? You do this by sacrificing 
all of your expectations, all of your conditions, all of your ifs, all of your like, if I get this, I'll be happy, all of that stuff. You sacrifice all of that as your like a, as though it's a devotional offering to the game. Your devotion to the game means that you just put all of those chips on the table, all of your expectations and things that are like, um, I'll be crushed if this doesn't happen, so this better happen no matter what. You just put all of that and just sacrifice it to the game and say like, teach me, teach me. That's what it means to go all in. So it means that you simply give everything that you've got no matter what <laughs> you give everything you have even if it means that you fail even if it means that you don't get the recognition and the rewards even if it means that you have to endure challenges that um, you wouldn't have to endure otherwise if you were just kind of lukewarm right even if it means that you miss this huge game-winning shot and your entire school is upset with you the next day doesn't matter all of those ifs all of those conditions all those expectations just sacrifice them to the game. And I'll ask you one more time, if you went all in, would you be a better player for it? Would you be, would you have a better career? Would you go further in this game? Would you be a better human being? And after your career is finished, would you have gotten more out of your experience of basketball for having done this? And the final question I'll ask you here is, would it still be worth it to go all in now that you understand what it means and you understand that the magic that it can create, would it be worth it to go all in even if you failed at your goal? Even if you never made it in basketball, would it be worth it to take that last quarter out of your pocket and just put all the chips on the table and go all in? So with that thought, I want to leave you with a Kobe Bryant quote here. And this is from an interview. I think we have this actually in the Deep Game of Kobe Bryant uh, movie. So the quote goes like this. The greatest fear we face is ourselves. We all have dreams and it's very scary to accept the dream you have. It's scarier still to say, I want that because it, you're afraid that if you put your heart and soul into it and you fail, then how are you going to feel about yourself? This is that fear of going all in that holds more players back than anything else I've ever seen. It leads to this hesitancy and indecision and this contraction and hiding that doesn't have to be there if you put all your chips on the table. And his last line there, how are you going to feel about yourself? That's an interesting question because I will pose to you that the answer is you will feel invincible. You will feel invincible. It will be the deepest and most profound experience of your life. And if there is one great secret to life, then to me, it is to find what you truly love and go all in on it. Okay. <laughs> so as we wrap up, I want to leave you with one of my favorite um, works of literature. It's a poem actually from Charles Bukowski, one of my favorites of all time. And this poem is called Go All the Way. So these will be the final words that I say in this talk. I'm going to read them to you now and uh, let this sink in. Let this sink in. It goes like this. If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. If you're going to try, go all the way. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, jobs, and maybe even your mind 
It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision, mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds, and it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods, and the nights will flame with fire. Do it. Do it. Do it. All the way. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. Hey, it's Coach Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is head over to deepgame.com and take our free one-hour masterclass where you'll actually learn all of the fundamentals, all eight laws of the deep game, and everything that you need to know as a high-level basketball player about the part of basketball that's played with the mind. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives, and I think this is going to be so, so powerful for you. So head over to deepgame.com right now, or just click the link around this video, and I will see you 